All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 109, people, and you know we got to talk about Anthony Davis. He did not sign his extension, but will that be a problem for the Lakers organization? Kevin Love is pissed off in Cleveland. We need him to get the hell out of there. Where is he going to go? Clips and Drew have some good ideas for NBA All-Star Weekend. You're going to want to hear this, people. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 109. We are getting up there in the numbers. Yep. Um, I'm going to apologize on the front end of this pod because I think I'm coming down with something, Drew. I'm a little <laughs> sick. Yeah? I, I kind of look sick, don't I? No, I mean, you don't really look that sick. Kind of. You all, sound. You, may, you might sound a little bit. I'm, I'm just a little down. I, I was trying to pump myself up for this. I mean, I'm ready to go. You got to take one of them emergencies. Or I air, took one of those. Airborne and, or something. And then before we started, I went into the bathroom. I looked at myself. I said, you know what, Clips? The show must go it's on. game time. It's fucking game time. This is Michael Jordan flu game. Let's go! This is the Clips <laughs> flu game right now. And we got some fun shit to talk about today. Obviously, we want to start out with the talk of the town, which is... AD declined his uh, his extension from the Lakers, which is not shocking. I mean, would you rather have $146 million right. or $220 million? Like, totally. And when you're, when you're agents, Rich Paul, like, yeah. What do you think the answer We're is going to be? We're going to wait on that extension. <laughs> We're going to say no on that. I hit a couple people up. I didn't hit you up because I knew I'd see you today. But I'm just like, you know, should should Laker Nation be, be concerned about this? Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, of course, it's a little concerning, right? It, it, yeah, I suppose... It it increases the chances with which he leaves the Lakers unrestricted free by agent. a very small margin. Okay, but it it definitely you know it it takes things out of our hands, which is always the scariest thing when any player. I mean, especially in today's day and age, when any player can seem to change their mind on a moment's notice. So yeah, of course I'm a little nervous about it, but I feel really good um, with the with the way that the Lakers are playing, the way that LeBron and AD have seemed to have bonded pretty pretty well already from the get go. I don't think he would want to leave the situation that he's in. I think he, I think he got his wish 
to come to LA and to be a Laker. And I think he wants to make sure that that's going to, you know, stay that way. I just think he also wants to get paid accordingly. And the Lakers will pay him. Yeah. Right? They'll give him the cheese. <laughs> Definitely. But, but I think he's also, okay. So I think everything, everything's going to be about a, how far they get in the playoffs. If they win a chip, right? I say, no matter what chip finals, you stay. Okay. Say, say and now this is, this is funny. I'm going to take you back to last night though. Mm-hmm. I was hitting my boy Schneezy up who, you know, over at slam magazine in New York, during the, I hit it. We were in the middle of a conversation, and I said, "Hey, what do you think about the AD extension?" And he yeah. said, "I well, let's just pray he doesn't get boogied, right?" And right. I'm like, "Oh, the boogeyman, right?" And that meaning that, like, yo, you're up for your contract year. You're you're one big fucking deal, yeah. And then you go down ACL, ACL, or and then Achilles, Achilles. But then, literally thirty seconds after he said that to me, yeah, AD took that spill, which massive, ma- Nas- nasty fall. It, it was. I was. I was watching the game live when it happened, and I, I. I jumped out of my chair. I was very. I was very nervous. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was even nervous like the whole last night. Like I don't know. It, anytime it's a tailbone or back injury, that that shit's not good. It looked worse than I than it is. The it MRI's was a hard fall. It was. I mean, yeah. it's a big dude falling. Yeah, you he, know, he was pretty high in the air and right. he fell straight on his tailbone. When I when I watched the replay, I actually was more worried about like his left arm as he as he was bracing himself. He put his both arms behind. I thought his left arm got caught and it made like a weird motion and it popped out like to uh, to safety, I guess. But I was really nervous that initially that the arm got caught more than the more than his back, but. The good news is the MRI was negative. There's there's no serious damage there. It's I mean it's definitely a bone bruise, right? And the you know, he shouldn't be out. It's for definitely very hurting long. today. I oh, don't yeah. think he's gonna play. I mean you think he you said he's traveling with the team, but yes, I don't think he's gonna play the next two. They're on two we have game a, swing. Yeah, we have a back to back. I think Dallas on though, right? Friday and Saturday we have a back to back. So I don't expect him to play in both in either. I kind of don't want him to play yeah. in either of those games. Yeah. But I, at the very least, I don't expect he'll play on the front end of that. These are the, I mean, these are the kind of things. I think the difference with, uh, with Boogie and him is like AD. Even if say he does, yeah, break his wrist, right? He's sure. still going to get the max deal. Like well, somebody's paying. That's him. what I was going to say. Is like mm-hmm. in a similar fashion to the way that the Nets still took, you know, Kevin Durant with, a, right. with an Achilles injury. The Lakers would, I think, even the Lakers would definitely still say, okay, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll give you a year and we'll still give you the money. So. Let me. I gotta play devil's advocate. Yeah. Say AD. Say shit crumbles. Right. Everything's great right now. Let's just be first. And, let's be up front on Front Street. Everything looks great in Lakerland. I mean, they look like they're having too much fun in Lakerland. Sometimes, yeah. Like some. And I, this isn't hate coming from me. I'm just so looking. It sounds a little bit like hate. it's not hate. Okay. It's not. No, I think they're they are winning and they are playing great. Yeah. I think there's a lot of just extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just like. Going completely crazy when Caruso has has a dunk. Like I love the team camaraderie. Sure. I like it. Okay, I yeah. like the fact that that I Dw- feel like if Pat Bev went out there and started dunking like this, the Clipper bench would just be fucking. Well, Pat going. Bev never dunks. That's, That's a different I'm story. That's but all he can. Caruso does. But he can. I've I've never seen Patrick Beverly dunk in a game. I have. It's like it's I've never seen Patrick Beverly dunk. He's in done a it. Game. He 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 has he has some major hops uh, yeah, for a little for a little. Look, but, this isn't about but, Pat Beverly. I know, but my point being, like, I think that's what Caruso is. He's kind of like if if he hits a three, everyone's hyped. If he hits, he's just he's kind of the hype guy because he looks like he works at fucking Walmart. He is the fan favorite. I'm, yeah, I'm getting off topic. Okay. okay, everything is great when you're winning. Yeah, what I'm saying is, AD, yes, you're in the best you're in the best situation that you want. Okay, you have you have LeBron for another two years. At, I, I'm thinking. I mean. 
we thought this was going to be like his fair, not this season, but maybe next season. The way he's playing fair. another two years seems definite. Right. Yeah. And then and I would say the possibility for four or five more years is that's there. That's just crazy. I don't see that. I literally don't I see that. I think he really wants to do the thing where his son is in the league. He does. I just drew the one thing that I just think is going to catch up with you guys is the fact that why is LeBron James playing 35, 38, 38 minutes a game right now? Because like, he just, wants to. I get it. I just think that shit's going to catch up. I wish he didn't want right. to. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I, I do. I, I, I think I wish he took a little bit more of a lenience a little he's a little bit more lenient with with his minutes and and how much he's playing we all know how good he is at at kind of resting while he's playing he picks his moments to rest within a game you know even in the flow of a game and obviously we sit him you know occasionally during the during the games that he's averaging 35 like you said 35 36 minutes a game but i i would love to have him rest i mean he is 35 years old the the thing that really threw our entire season off last year was a groin injury that is something that has never been injured before and usually groin injuries are based on mileage like that is not something that a very young man gets often you know it, i i i'm just nervous very nervous that anthony davis outside of this this fall that he has in bruised tailbone and LeBron and will bum be, shoulder will get injured. I'm yeah. nervous. I'm yeah. very nervous about that. That's my that's my only thing. And that of course. goes for every again, we say this, we it's like beating a dead horse. It goes for every single team in the NBA. But anyways, devil's advocate. So say Miami, you know, he's going to test free agency waters. I don't think that – I don't think it's going to be just a I'm going to sign with the Lake. Well, now if you win a chip, yes, of course. It's just going to be a really quick give me my 220, I'm in the game. Yeah. Throughout his career in New Orleans, like nobody went to go play with him there. He never attracted a another yeah, free Drew agent. Drew Holiday was the biggest, and then DeMarcus was via trade. Yeah, via trade, right. Yeah. So, And I don't think he likes being the A number one, like – the superstar, the franchise player. I think. I he, think he wants to. I think he wants that. I, I mean, he was so bad at it. He was. He wasn't that great in New Orleans. Like meaning, meaning just that you 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 barely win games. Oh, like you, you, go you to, think he need? You think he wants to play I, with a superstar? Yeah, I think he. Well, I think that's where everybody's going sure. now. You have to. Of course, you'd want to play with LeBron James. I think being in Los Angeles is the the key point. But say. Say he does go. Say you know what, Miami. I want to go home to Chicago. You know. Say say. They bring in another player or something like that, and say you lose AD. Like then, where are you at? Well, then I then I have to blame the front office yeah. because they're they're with all of the the assets that we gave up to only give that up for essentially a one one season mm -hmm. would be the dumbest thing. There has to be some understanding between uh, them. at least a level of understanding between Anthony Davis and Rich Paul or Rich Paul with the with the Lakers with LeBron you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like, i i think everything's lined up so nicely that i i mean yeah maybe he will test free agency but mm -hmm. i would be shocked if he took very many meetings and, and it took a long time. Yeah, didn't LeBron say he was going to test free agency? Like they, he was supposed to get the meeting with Philly. Yeah. And it was really He quick. signed the deal the of, same like thing. literally <laughs> while the, the Philly meeting was supposed to happen right, or something right. like that. Anyway, so I, I would be shocked. I really would if, if he leaves. Now, of course, I, do I think he's going to be in a Laker forever? I, no, I can't say that, especially in the way that players move around now. And from him, like him being from Chicago, I think is a big thing as well. I think Chicago, he's always going to have probably in the back of his mind, same way D Wade had in the back of his mind. Mm -hmm. I'd love to be a bull and play it for, you know, in my city. So I'm, I'm always a little nervous that he'll, he'll dip and, and try and do that. But the best place for him to be is Los Angeles. So it's definitely no, the best. So you're place. not worried though. Um, I'm not. Well, okay. I, I, Most people aren't. I, I'm more, a little concerned, 
but I, I do think it's going to be a pretty quick done deal. And I'll be upset if it isn't because then that's that's the we shouldn't have made that trade. That would be crazy, right? But he, I mean, dude, he kind of dogged New Orleans. Did New Orleans pretty but dirty? Everything he did to, dirty to New Orleans was to get here. Yeah, that's so true, that's that's, true. that's like again another reason why I don't really think we should worry too much about it as Laker fans. All right, now what about Kuzma though? I yeah, mean, there's been a lot of chatter with Kuzma. There was this bullshit chatter that bogey you know sacramento bogey for kuzma straight up and that's just the dumbest thing i've ever heard sacramento who he's a restricted free agent coming up this summer like and he is a better player than kyle kuzma i don't understand what everybody's infatuation is with kuzma i really don't i think he's a, i think he's a good basketball player yeah. i don't think he is what everybody's making him out to be and i think that's only in los angeles for, coming from laker fans like how much they love kuzma now LeBron is notorious. Yep. You're, you're, he doesn't, people like Kyle Kuzma. I think Brandon Ingram will be in the same situation with LeBron right now. I think Brandon Ingram is a better player than Kyle Kuzma. We're seeing that with what he's doing in New Orleans when he has the ball in his hands. When you don't have your ball, the ball in your hands, you know, you don't get to shine as much. Yep. So playing with LeBron, I think, might be putting a cap on Kyle Kuzma and what he can do for the team. Right. Um, I mean, so I'll say, I'll say, I think that the, the main reason that people are infatuated with Kyle Kuzma are the ones that I've got, or the ones that are, I guess. I don't know if everyone is, but he's, he's very talented. He, he really is. He has a high skill level and offensively he, he moves great with the ball, without the ball. He's one of our best three point shooters. He's shooting. Unfortunately, he's one of our best three point shooters. And I think he's shooting at like 35% from three, um, this is so, horrible. I mean, it's not horrible. No, it, I think I think the tier for good shooters usually starts at thirty five. Mm-hmm. It's like the the minimum that you have to be to be considered a good shooter. A, a good shooter is like thirty five. Everything above that, you're you're a good shooter right. or above average shooter at least. But I think the 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 trade option for Bogdan Bogdanovich, right? That was the that was it. For, Bogey for uh, Sacramento. Um, Who's hooping? Yeah, he's really solid. Mm-hmm. He's I don't I don't know how often he starts in Sacramento, which is kind of interesting because a lot of people love him. Like a lot of a lot of the teams in the NBA love this guy, and and the Kings don't even seem to play him that much. Well, I don't. He gets burned, dude. I just so to I I would not I would prefer to keep Kyle Kuzma. Right. I think because we lack shooting. I mean, recently all of our guys have been shooting pretty well, and I want to shout out KCP because he's been playing pretty well. Uh, I still think you know we we paid him so much money that we didn't need to pay him, but at least he's playing better. Um, right. And same thing, every Bradley's having a nice run. Like our team is shooting well, or you know, just better in general. Um, but I, what the last thing we need to do is get rid of one of our best shooters to bring in a guy who's I would say probably a better shooter. But it's it's you know at but that point we're, that we're trading. For, there's a the, the advantage that we get is so minimal, and the fact that he is a restricted free agent is something we don't want to bring on. Like the money that we have to pay Kuzma right now is significantly lower than what we would have to pay uh, Bogdan. I right. mean, unless we we are actively thinking ahead for the next season and, and trying to open up another roster spot for some superstar or something. Which like I that. don't think they are. I think they're thinking I, right now. Exactly. I right. think I think we're really and and we should be thinking right now. And and Kuzma's so, your only trade bait though. Like your only guy that's well, gonna. I mean, who's out there though? Like who do you need? Well, we so I, you're right. Like I I guess when you say trade bait, yes, Kuzma's probably the 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 best. Uh, player that other teams would want. I mean, as far as what we would trade, we would. De- I think we would definitely trade KCP. I think we would definitely trade. Um, I don't know. Maybe Avery Bradley seems like he's he's doing pretty well. But like, I think, I think him. I, I love Avery Bradley. I think he's playing his ass off right now. But there's too. definitely you know the, the 
the guards on our team are all relatively easily traded, uh, including Caruso. And you're right, there isn't a lot of trade of trade assets for us because we just don't have draft picks or anything like that. So I, while I understand why there would be mutual interest for that trade to go down, I don't want it to happen. I'd love to. I'd love to bring on Bogdan. Love him. I love his game. I think he's amazing. Uh, if we can give him, if it's we can not going to happen. If we can give like KCP and Quinn Cook and and like Jared Dudley, that won't to them for that. <laughs> I would come be, on, dude. I would love it. That ain't happening. So do you do you think Kyle Kuzma stays? Well, that's the thing. I mean, this all came down to like the. Why, if it ain't broke, why fix it, dude? Well, I, this all came down to like his his uh, trainer tweeting mm-hmm. some sh- some sideways stuff about LeBron. Apparently that has been squashed with within, you know, Kuzma and and LeBron by themselves. They apparently had talked it out a little bit, but any time shit like that goes down, there's going to be talk. LeBron usually ships that motherfucker out. Like it that in history, if there's any kind of like weird rift or some criticizing of LeBron, you're gone. And supposedly so, they have a good relationship. Like, I, they that's seem what I, to have a good relationship. So I'm hoping that that's the case. If it's not, I mean, we'll find out. If if it's not, he'll be traded. If it's good, he should stay. Two people that are on the block too, supposedly. Well, a you saw Kevin Love throw the throw the temper tantrum on the court, right? Yeah, he is so fed up with Cleveland. Yep, and I get. And this isn't this is kind of out of character for Kevin Love. We look at Kevin Love as a mild mannered, great teammate, and he is. I think he is. I think it's just boiled over in Cleveland. But one thing is, is you, you knew what you were getting yourself into, K Love. You you knew. The young talent that was going to come in when LeBron was gone. You signed the extension. You you took the bread, which I get. Yeah. Get the bag. But he's obviously frustrated. He says there's no feel on the team whatsoever. In practice, he's said it many a times. Like, he's actually stopped practice and said, yo, there's no feel right now. There's no feel for any of us right now. And it boiled over on the court. They were playing OKC. He had Chris Paul on the block, you know, giving up nine inches. And Sexton's just dribbling out the clock at the top of the key. Yeah, they're down like big, and Sexton's dribbling out the clock in halftime. They're losing, and he's like dribbling out the clock for some reason. It's like, bro, go, 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 go! You're losing by a lot of points. We need to shoot the ball. And I like Colin Sexton, but I've also heard a lot of things like he's just not maybe not the brightest point guard. You know who was it? It was R.J. Smith was over him too, like real quick. Uh And that's one guy that it takes a lot for you to get over. You know what I mean? Like R.J. ain't the brightest dude either but jr J- sorry jr rj <laughs> smith jr my bad jr smith my yeah bad. that's all right but it's obvious kevin love wants out of there they got to work something out uh, i i just don't know we talked about it on load management on our patreon podcast the other day that you know picking up those those that 20 he's doing 28 29 30 28 it's a lot of money it's a lot of cheese dude and kind of in this you know we don't know what Kevin Love we're going to get. He's also always injured. So I don't know, dude. I think he's in, pur- in purgatory in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the, the temper tantrum was kind of funny. It was it was pretty funny the way that he, when he did get the ball from Sexton, he like fucking fired it over fired to, it. to Osman, who ended up getting fouled and going to the line for three free throws. So like it actually resulted in a... It worked? Yeah. It Good kind job, of, Kay. It kind of worked out. Um Look, I I can only imagine what it would be like for someone like Kevin Love and someone who knows this right now is Draymond Green to to go from being on the top of the mountain in in reference to being in the finals constantly every year and and Kevin Love won a championship to then having to deal with literally a bunch of 18 and 19-year-olds that are not really 
The difference with, not really pros yet. I'm with you on that, but the difference with Draymond is there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is, and they're back at it next year. Totally, Cleveland. There is no light whatsoever. We're talking like, yo, if you don't do anything, you're we're looking at another ten years of this, dude. As good as Sexton is, and they're trying to dump Tristan too, yep. because Tristan could be Chris, Tristan and Kevin Love can can actually contribute to a championship contending team. Yep. Uh, I'd take Tristan Thompson on my team any day of the week. Right. I really would, even though he got banged on last night. And our boy from Blacktop Basics posted the dunk. It was and great. His, did you see his caption, though? No. He said, Khloe Kardashian is now a widow. And oh. that shit, I'm like, oh. I said, if you weren't my boy, I'd steal that shit so quick. That's a good you know? one. That's but I like one. the way Tristan plays. He's that guy that you know, you know what you're going to get, can cut to the hoop, hands high, rebounds, plays defense. Same thing with Kevin Love. He can stretch the floor. I mean – He's a different player than he was in Minnesota. But anyways, there is no light at the end of the tunnel for them. Right. And, and if Cleveland's smart, they shouldn't want to continue to pay Kevin Love and continue to pay Tristan Thompson right. in these losing efforts. They should want to do what Oklahoma City did and say, all right, we're fucking getting rid of everybody. Fire sale. Give us all the draft picks because that's the only way that you build right now unless you're able to get some sort of – Because you're not going to get the value. You're not going to get $28 million value from Kevin Love. Well, it's, you can in draft picks. I think that's the okay, that's, I'm that's with what that. they can ho- that's the only thing they can hope. Okay. Right? And they're probably going to have to take a player back as well, but again, you probably want a couple young players or one young player and a lot of draft picks. That's probably what they're looking for. It's it's well, yeah, that's what they but again, you're in the same boat. We're looking at a huge rebuild now, you know? We're looking at, and it's not like you're coming to play with LeBron. You're coming to play with these young dudes who actually, you know, the Gardner kid and and Sexton like, yeah, they're they're fun to watch. But the difference is OKC did it so strategically, wow. and yeah. and it's actually turning out to be something kind of good over there. Like yeah. they actually have an exciting team. They're winning games. We we both said I I wasn't expecting, which is which is dumb of us expecting us Chris Paul to not be Chris Paul. We're seeing that he's still a killer, dude. Yeah, he's still one of the best point guards in the league. They're exciting. Um, I mean, I think I think we both knew that having someone like Stephen Adams for Chris Paul to work off of was mm-hmm. going to be good. Right, Stephen Adams, one of the biggest and best screen setters in the entire NBA, and Chris Paul loves coming off a screen. So just that alone should and that's another lead big to man. good offense. That's another big man that got overpaid. He's making like the same amount of money that Kevin Love is making, you know, and that Andre Drummond is is making that we're going to get into right now. We talked about Drummond again on our podcast on the Patreon on load management, and it's it's come out that like. Detroit's trying to rebuild because again, Drew, we're in this we're in this funk in the NBA where there's literally now we're at a point where like there's five teams competing, right? Competing for this chip, but now there's all these other players out there that have all these contracts that teams want to dump, right. you know? So Detroit now that Blake Griffin uh, just did season-ending knee surgery again yep. on the same knee, which is sad. I'm sorry to see that happen. Rough. Detroit's probably going nowhere this season. And their only trade bait or trade value is Andre Drummond. And we were naming teams that we felt that he would be good on. And Drummond came out and said, I was drafted here. I've never been a quitter. Now, maybe he's saying that to be that guy. But from what everything I've read and what I've seen him say, he wants to play in Detroit. And it comes – it's hard to find – like in Cleveland, you want Kevin Love to say, I want to play in Cleveland. I want to of be course. here. But the numbers that this guy's putting up, 17 and 15, you know what I'm saying? Like, So I don't necessarily know that Detroit's going to dump him. Like, Why would they? Right. Well, I mean, the only the reason you dump him is, again, if they actually are le- legitimately trying to rebuild, then that's the best way to do it. I mean, Drummond's young enough 
He's 20, 27. Tw- 26, 27. There, he's got one more year after this year before he becomes unrestricted. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, look, if they think, if they have their eyes on somebody specific in this coming draft, or if they have their eyes on somebody specific that they're looking to get in return for Drummond, then okay, I understand. And at least there's some sort of plan that they have there, if that's the case. But if they're just trading him because they're they're just trying to get the money off the books, then that kind of sucks, and they should keep him. Like if they if they if it if it if a player in today's NBA says something like "I want to stay," that's something that they shouldn't take like lightly, because right. not too many pl- like players have that stance at all. Well, he's got to be a fan favorite. Him and yeah, <clears throat> him and D Rose have got to be like the two fan favorites because Blake ain't playing. And I think well, and Drummond literally has <clears throat> been the guy that's the only guy that's been there that been there forever. that long. Him and he's, Reggie Jackson are like the only dudes that have been there for. As long as they have. Since they got drafted. Yeah. And, like, they want to be a part of that. It's kind of like he reminds me a lot of DJ. Like, we had DJ a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, a long time. Yeah. But there comes a point where, you know, if you can get somebody special out of it, then do it. But, like again. But that was, like, nine years into it, right? And DJ was, like, 29, 30 when that happened. Yeah. So, if Detroit has a, a, a plan that they're legitimately building towards, mm-hmm. then okay. Then that's – as a if, if I was a, a Detroit Pistons fan, then I would be happy regardless of we, whether or not we keep Drummond or let him go because the season is not going to be impacted by that. Uh, I'd be happy if there was like a legitimate, all right, we're getting rid of Drummond because this, 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 and this, and it'll lead to this and this. And then you're like, okay, well, that's the direction. At least we have a direction. And him and Dr- him and Blake play really well together. They and do. now you we're seeing Derrick Rose, and I don't know if you guys are watching – Detroit, dude. But Derrick Rose is is kind of like in former form, Derrick Rose, like all-star form. Yeah. The guy's playing his ass off and playing very well. Yep. I'm so excited for him. A, a healthy D. Rose, a healthy Blake, and a healthy Drummond, like that could be a problem. But I don't know, dude. I it's think just, that's just not enough, right? So I think I think part of the reason that – I mean, when, when Blake injures his knee again – that's the worst possible outcome for the season. They were probably hoping to sneak into that playoff spot. They were really close at the end of last year to the eight seed and they ended up losing a couple games down the down the road uh, that that pushed them into the nine seed and out of the playoffs. So they were probably hoping to make the uh, make a run into the playoffs. But and, we, and when we when we talked on the, the the load management pod, I was saying how Boston would be a really good fit for him. Um, for Drummond, yeah, because I th- well, it would be great for Boston. But then I was then I did some more thinking about it and I was like, well. I don't think Detroit would trade him in the East, you know, if you think about that. They might. And then uh, I forgot how Joel Embiid just fucking owns Drummond. You know what owns I mean? Him. Like, literally owns him. So I don't know. And I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not that, I'm not too concerned. I don't think Drummond's going to go anywhere. I, I think the unfortunate part for Detroit is that whether or not they keep Drummond, they're still stuck, right? So they got to get the wheels turning somehow. And if they can keep him and get that happening, great. If they can trade him and make it happen, then great. They just got to make something because the worst thing, like they literally the worst spot to end in the NBA right now is the nine. Seven. I'd rather get try to dump Blake's contract, you know, and build around Drummond. There's not well, two Blake's, seven. Blake continually is injured, and so now his value for even more money. He's getting paid even more money than Drummond is yeah. paying. And who wants that? Well, D- Detroit, D- Detroit took a risk on him. You know what I'm saying? Detroit put, you know put all their chips in the Blake Griffin and we came out, we came out on top of that. So I don't know. I'd say if you can get rid of Blake's contract and yeah. I think he'd be happy to get out of Detroit. 
I think he'd be really happy to get out of Detroit. But guess what? Bottom line is this. Not too many people really care about Detroit. No. And we're not worried about you, dude. Yeah. Uh, you see Melo. First of all, back to Embiid really fast. Did you see his fucking finger, I bro? I did. That, yeah. Ben Simmons said. <laughs> ben Simmons was like, yo, I almost threw up. Yep. You've seen my finger, mm-hmm. okay? I have a deformed finger from yep. something very similar to that. That shit looked horrific, dude. It was not good looking. Do you know how hard it was for me to post that on our page? <laughs> Watching that, vi- like, ripping the video, it. posting the video. It was so hard for me to post that, dude. Yeah. And then what's so funny is, like, why are you coming back in the game, dog? You have all of these big men on this team. You just paid Horford all of this <laughs> cheese. Yeah. And you're going to come back in the game? Sit your ass out, bro. You don't need to prove anything to anybody. What did you do after you uh, dislocated your I opinion? came back and played. Didn't God you? damn it, I did. They went <laughs> – I did. I came – I'm not making – I'm not the Philadelphia 76ers. I went to the emergency room. They popped that bitch back in, said don't play for two weeks or for six weeks. And I was high on cortisone. <laughs> and I came back and played. The video's on the internet. You can watch. I hit the game winner. But you're right. Yeah. The, des- the desire is to keep playing. And the adrenaline at the time yeah. is probably, you know, running through the roof. They probably mm-hmm. gave him a pain, a little shot or something like that to not feel it. And they tape it up. I mean, it was his left hand. So he doesn't really, <clears throat> you know, he doesn't dribble that much. And he can probably still shoot. It's still an offhand. I get why he comes back in the game. Dude, I mean, shit, it happens all the time in the NBA. I also get your point. It's yes. like, bro, uh, just go ahead and relax. This is where Brett Brown, to me, makes a major mistake. Yeah. Because it's like, these are. this is why you have Horford on your team. And we're starting to see that, like, yo, like we said prior, how is before this season even started, how is this shit going to work out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think they're starting to be like, you know, if we can't beat him, join him. Like Horford, that's how he's thinking right now. When in actuality, and he's frustrated. He said, like, he doesn't fit into this offense. No shit. We knew that. No, no, no shit you don't fit into the we offense. We fucking knew that. And then Brett Brown's calling out Ben Simmons on not shooting threes. You know, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm not sold on them at all right now. And I know you are. You're, ooh. So yeah, we got a little heat ooh, right we now. We got Jimmy, Jimmy, but, oh, he did hold him. Oh yeah, they scored TJ up. TJ Warren, TJ Warren, and uh, and, and Jimmy buckets in. Ooh, in and Philly. he threw him the elbow. They about to throw blows, dog. Clapping in his oh. face. They're both getting ejected. They're both getting ejected. Oh, Jimmy ain't. Hey, blew him a kiss. Oh, he blew him a kiss. Oh, Miles. Wow, this is that was solid. Hey, Jimmy's but Jimmy's that dude that will see you in the locker room, though. I think Jimmy's he, like that. I think he would. Well, that first foul. So it's, again, to to recap what just happened, we are watching highlights uh-huh. as we're doing this, and um, Malik Monk just had a nice he dunk did, as well. Just had a banger. So this is why we don't do Pacers, podcasts with the TVs on. Pacers Heat mm-hmm. in Indiana. Jimmy going against TJ Warren. TJ Warren. T- uh, Jimmy goes by him. <laughs> TJ just grabbed him, and then Jimmy turns around like he was about to swing. Did, did you see that? He looked like and it. And then they didn't. They separated. And then uh, the, like looks like like a minute later, Jimmy shoves the shoulder into him. Jimmy tried to give him the, what's it the called? The shoulder, the shrug. No, but he was in the three-point in the, uh, the triple threat the jab, position. The jab step. And then he jabbed right through his chest. They called an offensive uh-huh. foul. And TJ's clapping, like right walking right behind. TJ wanted the smoke, yo. Clapping right, right behind Jimmy. He wanted clapping, all the smoke. And then got ejected. Oh, I like that though, dude. I really like We're gonna, that. You're gonna see Jimmy Butler blowing kisses. That's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, you're, you're and gonna but see that on Instagram. To Indiana though, 
Uh, Oladipo said he's coming back in yeah. the month. That's a great segue. I'm, I'm, it is. Oladipo. That's right. <laughs> January all my notes. 29th. 29th, Oladipo's going to be back. That's great. And if, if you forgot about Oladipo, That's he's going to make sure that you remember his name. Oladipo's one of the I mean, one of the top guys in the NBA. It's unfortunate he hasn't been playing lately. I'd love to see him with this team, dude. I want to see him get some work in with these boys, dude. And they're I mean, like they they were able to kind of stay pretty stable without steady him. the course. I mean, they're twenty three and fourteen. They're in sixth seed in the East, and his addition is going to definitely elevate them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been having to play with Malcolm Brogdon, I think, as their main guard. Uh, and then Aaron Holiday, I think, sprinkled in there. But you put you put in Oladipo yeah. in that. Oh no, with Sabonis and Turner, and like that's and a squad, Warren. dude. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a squad. No, they're gonna be they're gonna pick it up a notch. So and, maybe they they can start making a run second half of the season. Pick up pick up where you know. And they're literally almost tied with the four and five seeds. So Toronto's at twenty three and thirteen. Philly at or excuse me, Toronto twenty four and thirteen. Philly 24-14, and Indiana 23-14. Oh, yeah. So Way to go, they may, they may lose this game, so they might drop a game there. But still, like they they did a really good job of, of holding the course, waiting for this guy to come back. I'm excited to see him play. I, I hope, am too. I hope he's healthy and, and ready to go. You know what else I'm excited about, Drew? What's that? I would like to say I want to make a public service announcement. Okay. Okay? To everybody that fucking thought Carmelo Anthony could not play in the NBA anymore. Okay? Been saying this forever. Who are these guys? Who are the ones saying this? You know? <laughs> so so Melo had a game winner last night, dropped 28. Looks like he would. I mean, every game he's played, he looks like Melo. The guy's out here getting buckets. We have been saying since summer, since before summer. Yeah. At his summer workouts. And, you know, I'm like, yo, Melo looks nice. Like, he, he could play on any NBA team. I think a lot of teams are really pissed off that they didn't take that chance on Melo. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think I, you can tell the way he's playing that he has a chip on his shoulder, and he wants to give these young bucks the business. Yep. You know? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely he, – this is this is exactly Love what it. we hoped. It is. Right? Um, I, I definitely still thought that he, it was too early. He still has enough. Uh, I will. I'll say. I'll say that maybe this time off changed his mentality. Maybe, maybe even a little bit more. Okay. Uh, than than in years past, because I think he definitely started to get a little complacent there. And you know. Okay. So when you say complacent, I think the two teams that got him. Yeah. OKC and Houston. Those are the two worst teams he could have gone to because you have ball dom- dominant people. When you're known to, when you're used to being ball dominant, it's hard for you to like get in your rhythm and get in your groove with with uh. With Portland, they're letting him go, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, they're moving the ball. I would say that Dame Dame probably holds it a, a lot, but probably not. Not like Harden or Westbrook, though, dog. Definitely. Definitely not. No, for sure. But I, this is this is great. I mean, this is a great comeback story. Every time he's doing well, it's amazing. I mean, he's, he's averaging 16 and a half, which is, you know, not a lot, but it's it's more than. For somebody that wasn't that shouldn't be playing in the NBA. It's, it's definitely more than a lot of players in the NBA. <laughs> right. Um, and, and six boards as well. So he's doing exactly what they need him to do. I mean, 28 points and a win against Toronto. He hit the game winner, like you said. That's that's vintage. And they showed – I don't know who posted it, but he did that in Toronto. Same fucking play. Oh, no way. Same spot. Game winner on Toronto, too. That's the second time he's done that. There. That's that's good. And I love seeing it, man. I mean, the, I, I guess the tough part about it is that while he's playing well, Portland is not winning many games. I So, you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of the difficult pill to swallow. They're 16-22. and 22. 
Uh, they're tenth in in the, Injuries, the man. Western just, Conference. That injury bug was tough for them. Yeah, year. and I mean, outside of the 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 Raptors win, they haven't really won too many of their last games. They are on a one, two, three, four, five game losing streak. Before the dub last night. No, then they beat the Wizards, then they lost to the Heat, and then they beat the Raptors. So mm. they're two and seven or whatever that is, two and eight. That's ugh, that's not good. Whatever, Mello, keep getting buckets, yeah. dude. No, I'm, that's I mean, if if we're talking just about that, that's a success story. That I mean, there's probably gonna be a thirty for thirty on on that period. I hope that there is because Maybe. that would be if awesome. they were winning, it'd be so much better. Well, right. That's I mean, but who knows? It, it again, the injury thing is happening. Hassan Whiteside's actually playing pretty well too. And I'm not, you know, how what I think about. Yeah, him. I, he's playing pretty well. He looks in really good shape. He I'll does. tell you that much. He, he does. He, I, I think he definitely worked his ass off this off season um, because I think he's actually a free agent this uh, this oh, coming. He's playing for a contract. I, I think too? so. Oh, yeah. Uh, Funny how that works out, right? But it, and and yeah, there, so I again, I I think they're they're gonna step it He's up. He's older than most people think, though, right? Hassan? Yeah, yeah, he got a later start. He, he was a G League guy, right? Uh, so he's a little older than 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 you might expect. What do you think about? Um, this was kind of cool because the dunk contest. You know, I'm not I'm not a really big All Star Weekend guy anymore. It used to be my favorite weekend. Now I think it's a it's a little uh, gimmicky now. Yeah, but the dunk contest. Looks like it could be something special. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. Now, but what I heard, Dwight to, Howard is. Yeah, but I heard that he he's he posted today. I don't know where you guys heard. Oh no way! That that I was doing this. I'm not going to be in the dunk contest. Oh shit! That's what I read today. Dwight said that. Yeah, I can be completely wrong, but okay. that's what I read. I read it a few times. Oh shit! Um, well, it seemed like everyone was posting it. Yeah, and that's why he tweeted. I don't know where everybody's getting this from. Oh I'm shit! Not gonna be in the dunk I thought contest. it was confirmed. That's what I thought too. So we need to double check it. I could be totally wrong by the time you listen to this pod or i can be totally right sure. i have no idea but the simple fact that they asked jaw when i think jaw's gonna do it i hope he does I it i think he that'll be awesome zach's gonna do it good um i want aaron gordon aaron gordon needs to be doing it i want it um it just it, it'll be fun it, oh and uh homeboy from miami who's Derek got, jones oh boy he he's nasty that guy jumps he would be my he's pick. so long yeah he would be my pick dude i mean i the so to get into the dunk contest, the aesthetic, like the beauty of a dunk contest, always leans towards the smaller guy. It makes it look harder, right? For for someone smaller, and I would, you know, some would argue that it is probably a lot harder for them someone smaller, right? I mean, if you anytime like the 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 only time that it's really worked out, I think, is when Dwight beat Nate Robinson in the dunk contest, in like back in '09. But typically, you almost give the edge to the smaller guy, almost always. Yeah, but that one dunk, dunk contest with Nate where he tried fucking 13 times oh, that was to terrible. make his dunk. That was terrible. And I think he won that, if I'm not mistaken. But that was, that was bad. That, that was bad. Uh, that's a format issue. Totally. That's more of a format they issue than it. anything else. But look, the dunk contest is entertaining. Uh, they seem to tinker with it every year to try and figure out it, how to make it more succinct. But essentially now, all you have to do is wait for the dunk contest to be over and just watch House of Highlights or, or Sports Center, and that's the easiest way to take in what what takes an hour and a half right. to to just take it into literally the dunks. You can just go watch every I still dunk. Think, I still think they should have the street cats in there because there's the street cats that are, that are doing shit that the, NBA just cats. the pro dunkers. Yeah, that can't. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the, that would be the challenge. I would definitely. I mean, I'm going to watch it either way. So gonna, I think they ran a series on TNT. I, I'm pretty sure about this. I'm pretty sure they ran a series on TNT that was like kind of paired with some stuff for basketball. It was a, like the dunking champion world championships mm-hmm. where you had pro dunkers mm-hmm. and they just tried to run it as some sort of like, like maybe city by city 
uh, themed thing that I didn't. You know, it was like a season in each dunker. Each. each I think that's what se- our boy Mouthpiece from Venice yeah. Beach announced. Yeah, and it seemed cool. And in your and when you watch them, you're like, holy shit! How is that? How does that guy even come mm-hmm. up with that? How does he do that? Yeah, but, so but if it you gets bring, a little repetitive after you watch it week after week. Yeah, if you brought Everybody Hates Chris or Sir Isaac or like uh, – uh, there's a few other guys, dude, that w- would give NBA players oh, yeah. the business. Uh, I'm more excited. Like I want to see – I want to see a three-point contest. I, that. I, Derek Rose in the skills contest, which is kind of boring, but it's Derek Rose, so we like to see that. Love it. One thing back on the, on the dunk contest. Yeah. Frederick Weiss, the man that – Vince Carter jumped over in the Olympics. Yeah, I saw this. Came out with this thing saying, "Hey, dunk! Let, let's reenact this. Let's see if Vince Carter could still." Well, do that it. was the big hype uh, outside of Dwight doing it. It was all of these people calling for Vince to sign up one more time. I don't think he's got it to do. I mean, he's forty freaking two years old. What are we expecting? Well, you know, it'd be nice if he put like if if Vince is going in between the legs dunking, which I'm sure he can still do that. I think that's one that yeah. is like muscle memory. I think he, he can, can still pull do that it. out. Sure. Uh, jumping over Frederick Weiss at seven feet, I don't think that's going to happen. My boy Kodiak Simpson <laughs> said today, "I'll put my house on it. I'll put everything yeah. I've got in the bank." You know, He's but not doing it. W- what would be cool is people, everybody in the NBA, special guy, especially guys our age, like nostalgia, right? Sure. Like I loved it when Josh Smith wore the Dominique Wilkins jersey in the dunk contest. Loved that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Josh Smith was great in that dunk contest. Yeah. Um, seeing having Vince as either a judge, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Uh, and to 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 start off slam dunk Saturday night, Vince Carter inaugural come out. In, yeah inaugural dunk dunk boom and maybe once every year you have somebody else come out. Like, I would can, love an old man dunk contest. So when they did the thirty for thirty with do uh, with Dr. J and they finished the thirty for thirty with Dr. J being sixty fucking three years old dunking, dunking let's see that. That's, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That's what I'm saying. I would love like the old man dunk contest. And you, I, I, there would be what if a way. You did like nine feet. There would there would be a way to do it. No, I, no, I want to see it at ten. But there would be a fun way to do this, right? Like you get you get guys that are fifteen plus years in the league. Maybe it's two or three of them, and you go. They can all dunk still. You go. All right. Let's see what you got. Just one dunk each. You get one, and then quick. You get, I love it. I would watch. Yes. That. Yes. I would watch that. You would have. You like. It, let's think about this. Okay. Who's relatively old in the league right now that can still probably make this list outside okay. of Vince Carter? Okay, we get T Mac, Kobe, yeah, or and which would be it would that if you love, get, but wouldn't you? Okay, now going off of that, now you got my brain going. Like, wouldn't yeah. you like to see a skills challenge with with Kenny Smith, Gary Payton? Oh my God, that'd be hilarious. Gary Payton, Kenny Smith would be get, so funny. Get um get Tim Hardaway, yeah, senior. Get Dell Curry, which I think they there should did just the be three. an old version there of the, there should be an old man version of the All Star Weekend. Well, that there, should be one day. That should be like the Thursday. God, but they ain't that old, man. But I get what you're saying. Retired. These guys. Okay, now look at this. I know for a fact Jason yeah. Williams, White Chocolate, oh. still plays Mad Rec Dude, Ball. He would run Facts. circles around that. that I Steve know Nash. Steve Nash keeps himself in real good shape. He doesn't want anything to do he with basketball. He doesn't. I don't even think he's picked up a basketball. He doesn't care about basketball. He's a soccer but guy. But I now. know for a fact BD could still throw down. Yeah, I know for a fact he could. Oh. See now, what if now think about Darius Miles? Could Quentin Richardson be in the three-point three point contest? I Does would love an old man. We got we got to we, we, we can't call it old man. No, no, no. But that's what essentially what we're doing. Right. It's the old. It's the old guys. Uh-huh. All star weekend. Mm-hmm. I want this. This right. needs to be. And I like it. I like it if we're just doing all retired players. Like, wouldn't it be cool to have like even an old man two on two? Like it would be GP and and and, and Sean. Kemp. Well, that's what the big three is. <laughs> well, shit, that's right. It's just three on three. You're right. You're right. 
I just think that we need. You're so right, Drew. My bad. It's turning into something different yeah. than that. I, but I love this idea. Mm-hmm. I want this to happen. Mm-hmm. I we gotta we gotta make some traction on this. We need a petition. We need we need to tweet at Adam Silver. <laughs> An old man, because you know, like, because it's like Friday is the is the sophomore freshman game, freshman game, uh-huh. and like the celebrity game, mm-hmm. and then Saturday is the the all the like the events, like the dunk and the three point and that. And Did then you Sunday's the in- All Star game? I would love like either on the Thursday or before the actual All Star game on Sunday. Old man, retired, retired All Star. Did you get your invite to the celebrity game? Because I haven't gotten mine yet. Are we? Did you get yours in the I mail didn't, yet? I well, I just moved. You did move. Maybe I, you went to the I old moved. address. I got to check my I old. Thought we mailbox. were going to get one last year. I'm a little. I don't understand why we didn't get one this year, well, guys. Well, they don't want us to embarrass the celebrities. That's very the, true. That's the thing. I've always a lot wanted of those, Bieber in front of me. Just, a lot of those guys don't know how to play basketball that way. Kevin Hart does. Bieber is better at hockey than he is at uh, basketball. I didn't know he played. He's hockey. Canadian. Although then it's in your blood. I saw a, I saw a clip of this dude. Like he he legit plays hockey. Oh, he can play. He was like had the pads on and was like playing. Oh, interesting. Scored a nice goal actually. I think I saw. You said that you had something. I do have that something you're interested, that you're interested in discussing. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, Caruso is going to be an all star. He is. We're that is about- the dumbest shit. <laughs> who is voting? Who are, who is voting? See, this is this is this is why the vote is going to get taken the, away from the fans. The, it ha- and it has to. It, dog. Need, it needs to go away. Or or it can because tacos also in exactly it. taco fall. That is something wrong. Okay. That is, Yao Ming is still like getting votes. <laughs> something like of that. Of course he is. Look. This, these are the same people that say Carmelo Anthony can't play basketball anymore. It's these guys. You're ruining it. I under <laughs> you are. You're ruining it because there's people out there. You know what I'm saying? Like Montrez Harrell needs to be an All Star, and if he misses out because of Caruso, and if you are Caruso or Taco Fall, I think Taco would be the guy. Taco would be like, I'm not an All Star. Caruso wouldn't take it either. No, I've played 11 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Taco Fall play, has played 11 minutes. And he's gotten more votes than a lot of people. Yeah. Stop doing that shit. It needs to be media. It needs to be media and coaches and players. I think the players don't even really take it that seriously anymore, anyway. But I agree that it needs to, the fan thing. I get why the NBA. It's does for the it. engagement. You, you get why they. Yeah, do it. And I do. You, you almost have to do it. You have to have some sort of like, oh yeah, here's some gimmick. The good news is, is that the starting lineup is only determined by the votes. Right. So. The the final roster is approved by the coaches and the players and the media and all that stuff. But the the actual fan voting really only matters for the ones that are cemented and confirmed as all stars. That's how they determine the starting lineup is by how many votes they got from the fans. Okay, but it's also just a bunch of bullshit anyway because you can vote every day, and there was like one day your votes counted for double. For double, and it's like okay, so what are we actually doing? Mm-hmm. What are we legitimately? And doing? you're wasting votes, people. Come on, take this shit. I know. I know. All There's no reason for them to take it seriously if you get to vote every fucking. Why day. is why are they on the ballot? That's my well, question. Yeah. Why are they on the ballot? That may, so maybe that's the maybe that's the easiest way to still include the fans. Is you go all right. Here's forty to here's your fifty players that you get to vote on. Right. We're capping it at fifty. We don't give a shit if you want to write you your have own the, name. Or there has to be a prerequisite. A, pre, a prerequisite like yo, they have to have played. F- 300 minutes or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. But I you know that's tough though because if if you know for instance LeBron was injured for the first half of this year and he just comes back and and plays the 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 first two weeks before the All-Star game, everyone's still going to want to see but LeBron. But he shouldn't be an All-Star. All-Star is almost like a legacy vote in some instances instead of who's playing the best basketball in the league during this particular season. I we know that it's going to come down to like legitimate All-Star team. We we both know that Caruso and Taco aren't going to end up being all stars, and that's going to be that. It's still I think it's great because it just makes me laugh. 
And and honestly, for Caruso, that's got to be kind of cool for him to experience. Even though, like, maybe some people are getting him in there to make fun of him. but They're not making fun of him. I, I think... People love him. And I think that's something that... that is surprising to him and something that he should really like. He is the he is the Laker Bobon dog, and not in a not in a not in a gimmicky way. Yeah, no, they, yeah. he's good, and so was Bobon. Bobon was really good. Yeah, Bobon per like per minute that he played was as good Very as anybody efficient. else in the NBA. Yeah. yeah, Caruso, it's just the whole dynamic of you're a Laker, you're bald, you're white. You're Watch playing. out now, though, headband Caruso. Headband Caruso is a different character. Headband Caruso beast. is out. Um, again, another reason I'm stoked on this Laker team. The bench has seemed to really come together yeah. as a unit, and that's always going to help them play better and we if were, they're together And like you were that. concerned about the bench. We yes. all were. Everybody was concerned and about and the bench. They figured it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who was the, the guy that was like, – I feel I, – for some reason, I think it was Dwight. I feel like Dwight and JaVale are like the, 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 re, the ringleaders for the role players on, on the Lakers, and everyone's all headbanded up. But headband Caruso, look out. Uh, look out. Look out for that. Um, so there was one thing that I wanted to bring up, and it was funny. I'm just taking a look at the standings here in the Eastern and Western conferences, and something really strange is happening in both of the conferences. In the top six in the Eastern Conference are all relatively close to each other. As I mentioned already, uh, Toronto, Philly, and India are all really kind of scrunched in together, four, five, and six. But then there's a severe drop that goes. Uh, Indiana's record is 23 and 14. And the next team, the seven seed Orlando, has a losing record of seventeen and twenty, and is still in the seven seed, and that's the next best record in the East. They're fifth. They're seventh. Seventh. So you have six: Milwaukee, number one; Boston, two; Miami, three; Toronto, four; Philly, five; Indiana, six; all with winning records in the East. Mm-hmm. And then the seven seed is a losing record team. This is really showing kind of the. the there's a clear to me. This this shows a very clear Separation. divide mm-hmm. in in the two. Uh, versions of the NBA that we have right now. Really solid teams and then teams that are not that solid. Um, so seven seed goes from, it goes from the six seed, 23 and 14 Indiana to seven seed Orlando, 17 and 20. And in the West, the same exact thing is happening, except it's the seven and eight seed. So you have in the West, all these teams with winning records. Uh, the seven seed right now is Oklahoma City, like we talked about, playing really well right now. Winning record, 21 and 16. And the eight seed is San Antonio at fifteen and twenty. Losing. It's really just it, I, it's something that struck me as so odd is that very rarely do you see in both conferences having two playoff eligible spots on either side, four total teams that are actively having losing records right now. And it does show, like we talked about, like those eight to ten teams in the beginning of the year that were in the hunt. Um, the majority of those are, are the ones that are in those playoff spots and in the hunt significantly better than the rest of those like last 22 to, to 16 teams that we talked about. I thought that to be really interesting. No, that that's, that's crazy. And, and what's crazy is Philly in the fifth spot. We weren't expecting them to be there. You know what right, I'm saying? And right. we, we talk about them a lot as, as some elite team, dude. And I just, I'm, I, I said it earlier, dude, I'm not sold on them. I think they're the team that has to make a move, bro. Yeah. I really do. Philly. Yeah. Well, so I they, just... they're doing it. I, as far as I can tell, they're, they're definitely actively looking at ways to make this roster better. We know that they need. Who do you build around? They Bob? need a guard. You can't. Okay, but you... well, no, no, no. I don't think they're having the conversation about between Simmons and Embiid. Embiid. They're not having that conversation. I think they're still looking at, uh, you know, Horford, how he fits you in. You Can't dump that contract. I agree. Though, dog. I it's agree hard. that they can't get rid of Horford. But what I do think that they can do is they can probably piece some shit together to get themselves a guard that they need. They need a guard. 
Uh, it doesn't. They don't have to have some fucking crazy superstar guard. But what I've been hearing is that they're actively monitoring CJ McCollum. And is Ben still your point guard? Ben and CJ would be a great backcourt. I mm-hmm. think you could have either one of them run the point and either one of them play off the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody like CJ, who is a really, really talented, like almost borderline superstar, definitely all-star contention every year. I, but, okay, so the only way that works financially, yeah, right. you got to get rid of Toby, who you've committed $180 million. Because look at this. Yeah. Toby's 180, Ben's 180, uh, Simmons is 100, what, 180 right there, right? Yep. There's no way that you, you'd have to get rid of one of them. And as good, as much as I like Toby too, I think a lot of people aren't, he just signed that deal. Like, I don't think they're going to take on $180 million with, with Toby. Like, where do you make this fucking financially work? Right. And, and, and Horford got his hundred. Yeah. Horford's getting paid significantly. <laughs> right? I don't necessarily know how they're going to work it out, but. Philly does have middling um, contracts that would work. Like Mike Scott is one of those guys. They have some other guys on the team that they could include in a trade. There'd have to be another team involved in order to make that. I think they're stuck. Just telling you those numbers that I just said, that's their starting five, bro. Right. It's a half a billion dollars committed to their starting five. And then you're looking at like, yo, you had the number one pick in the draft who's now getting buckets. Yeah. But you, you wanted to get rid of him so fast. Because it wasn't working out. Like, who's running the fucking front office, dog? Yeah. So, when I look at it, CJ's getting paid 27 this year, (laughs) which is a lot. But Horford's getting paid exactly 28. Okay. So, those numbers – so, if if they were to do something like that, those numbers do – those do match up nicely. Tobias is getting paid 32, and he's the highest paid player on the Philadelphia roster. Thank you, Jerry West. Even though I love you, Toby, we just could not pay you that cheese, dude. So I, I guess the other side to this would be that they could probably package Josh Richardson, which again you don't want to you don't want to get rid of that guy to bring <laughs> right. him in. But he CJ is definitely a, a different player offensively, a, a better shooter, a more efficient offensive player. They have enough guys to like package a bunch of shit, and they probably have some decent picks that they could make that happen. But they would be well over the luxury tax. Um, and like, is Horford going to be able to go? I mean, how many bigs does Portland need? You got Nurkic and, and Collins, <laughs> like they're already at Whiteside. You have all these guys, you know. I think just, I think Horford, I think he just took the bag. If he, it, I don't know how unhappy you can be making the money that you wanted at his age. Yeah, and the, he willfully chose this. He chose Clip, this destination. The, and the Clippers were looking at him, but I was saying, like, why would we give him twenty-seven million dollars? There's no way. And this is just going to show, like. The money these players are getting, and Horford is worth it. You want if that's the going rate for a big man, cool. But you got to think about the squad you're going to. You got to think, you know, right. Embiid, Simmons, Tobias. They just got a bunch of fucking big dudes there. Dude. Well, Bobby's yeah, Bobby was there. He's right. not there. He's in Dallas now. Right. Horford for Kevin Love, straight up. Who says no? Horford. <laughs> Horford says no. I meant well, the teams, though. No, I mean, yeah, I would take Kevin Love on my team. But then again, he's just another big body. He does stretch the floor. He, he gives them the problem that he solves the problem of stretching the floor. And still, you don't think Horford does, though? Horford can Horford knock Horford does not. That's all he is now, though, Drew. But he doesn't hit those shots. Horford hits Horford hits his three. Who shoots a better three-point percentage? Between Kevin Love and Horford? Mm-hmm. Let me, I have to pull up... Um, it's probably Kevin Love, but I'd like to I'd like to know. We both know that Kevin Love's a better shooter than Horford. Yes. So let's take a look here. So Horford averaging twelve points and mm. six and a half boards this season, mm. shooting thirty four percent from three. Forty five percent from the field in total. Ugh. Not great. 
for $27 million? Exactly. Uh, so let's take a look at K-Love. K-Love, 16.8 re- uh, points, 10 rebounds mm-hmm. a game. 46% from the field and 39% from three. So he's better in all statistically, he, yes. You And it's great because you if, if size is something that you're clearly worried about, you still can keep some size while having a shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he doesn't solve the problem uh, that they originally signed Embiid for, which is to guard Giannis. Excuse me, for, for Horford to guard Giannis. And Love, we know, is not nearly the defensive player that Al, Al Horford is. But with Horford in Cleveland, that's not a worry for Embiid. So Horford, the reason why Philly got Horford, oh yes, to, was to take Horford away so yes. that he couldn't defend and Embiid. With Horford in Cleveland, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking doesn't matter, matter at right. all. So obviously, yes. But so they, you think you think it's a better deal for for Philly than it would be? Of course, if yeah. you can get Kevin Love, do you think that I, would be better for them having Horford, keeping Horford, or getting Kevin Love? Which I, one do you think would be better? Well, like you said, the problem is Giannis. That's what we're, that's the problem, and what you should look at is how many minutes a game Giannis is playing because this guy's literally playing like thirty two like, minutes, like thir- yeah. I think thirty one's his cap. Yeah. Guys getting a lot of rest, they're winning games. I I just don't know. I'm so I just I think Philly is waiting out how this works out. Yeah, I don't think they make a move. I think that they will. I and it maybe maybe it's not the this like big blockbuster thing crazy right. move, but I do think that they need to make a move mm-hmm. because that's what they that's what they lack and. Something that uh, you know has has come to my attention recently is that like Jamal Crawford's still available, and, and so is and, it- and if they wanted to do it like relatively tr- cheap, they could waive or send one of their players to the G League or something like that and bring on Jamal Crawford immediately. It helps you lift your bench scoring, and you can play him in the fourth quarter if you need to, I think and we, have him get a bucket. I think we need to get over that dream right now. Well, yeah, I mean, but if, for that, some, for whatever fucking reason, yeah. Jamal Crawford is not playing in the NBA. And this is the we're going back to Mello. And I think if you asked 100 NBA players, 100 of them will say Jamal Crawford should be playing in the NBA over some of these guys. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. That I, but at this point, same shit with Iggy. What are we getting? You know, as good as Jamal Crawford, you first of all, it takes at least a month to get acclimated to back the into NBA. the rhythm, yeah, and you have to get minutes, shape, get like, into shape and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, and Jamal's not going to be getting Clipper minutes or Phoenix minutes where you're getting, you know, eighteen to twenty. But I think he would get a lot of minutes if because that's what they need. They need someone to come in in the second unit when Embiid sits or when Simmons sits. They need somebody to play to with Josh that can create a fucking shot. Facts. And so that's a guy. I'm just trying to to, to get on two ends of the spectrum, right? They can trade for CJ McCollum, big blockbuster trade, mm-hmm. um, which is on the high end of the spectrum, a lot of cost to both teams. Uh, or you can go on the other side of the spectrum and pick up somebody that's literally a free agent that we know is a, is a certified bucket getter uh, without question. But don't you think they were in the same situation that Operation Jimmy Butler, which was what last year, you know, that's the guy. That's the guy that they need right now. Jimmy is the guy that they need right now. And I, I think if this season continues to go down this path where Horford feels you know, kind of non-existent on the offensive end, we're they're, Philly's going to look back and go, "Fuck, we probably should have just paid that money to Jimmy." And not pay that money to Horford because if they just ran it back and they had Jimmy another year mm-hmm. and like I, again I maybe Jimmy had more to do with that than we know but 
uh, he seems pretty happy in Philly, and and that's exactly what they're like. You're saying that's exactly what they're missing. It's, it's Jimmy Butler, and, and, and you had him, and they had him, and then they and they allowed him to go, and they brought in Horford. And if it doesn't work, they're going to regret that decision. For and sure. they chose to pay Toby, though they gave Toby again. They also chose Toby right. over Jimmy. So maybe that's more of Jimmy being like, "I want my own squad," and he seems happy as hell in Miami, yeah, like we both be. said. They're, fucking, they're doing really good. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I want to say something really yeah. quick. You know my boy Leon Wood. I do. He sent me a great uh, Mr. Referee, Mr. Referee, one of the California's greatest greatest Hoopers. basketball players. He was inducted into the Southern California Hall of Fame. Was he basketball Hall of All Fame? All right. Uh, they they took allowed him, took him long enough. Goddamn! Well, I think they just started this. Oh, like did a, they? they let, there was twenty people, and he was in the top ten. I think he told me. Wow! But I'm real. I'm really. Really excited for him, and I'm Congrats, proud of you, Leon. Leon, I know you listen to this show. Congrats, man! You know you're my boy for life. I love, I love you and your wife and my little boo boo, who's not little anymore. She just had her tenth birthday. Uh oh, double digits. Double digits. She doesn't want to talk to Uncle E anymore. She's like, <laughs> man, fuck Uncle E. Yeah, pretty much. She's over it, but well, I still love you. That's what happens. Uh, Patreon guys, listen to me. I think our last. I think our Gone in 88 Seconds was one of our best shows we've ever done. It was solid. I really do. Solid from top to bottom. And you guys got to get on this. You got to support what we're doing, man. Go to Patreon. Look up Clips and Drew. We got a bunch of different tiers. You can hear our second podcast of the week, which is just as dope, if not doper, than what we give you guys every week for free. You can be on the show. You can be on the damn show. Just ask Hard to Guard. You know? Hard to guard. Hard to, he He's getting a, his debut. He's getting the On Saturday. Is that when it's coming? It's coming. Okay. Because he even hit me up. He's like, yo, sorry for the for the eight-minute fan rant. <laughs> we got fan rant. We can get you on the show. You can rant about anything you want. Um, and, dude, we're not talking. We're talking five bucks, bro. Five dollars, guys. Five dollars. To, to listen to this show. That's nothing. Uh, we still got the Caruso tees. We got the Mood Swings tees. I'm actually working with our boy right now Uh-oh. on a Luca. Good. It's, it's time for the Luca. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. If you guys have any ideas, brainstorm with me. But we're going to come out with. A Can Luca we? Team. Is it possible to include a unicorn in the design of some sort? Well, he's a he's the the matador. I know. I want maybe, but you know, it, it can be the matador and riding a riding a unicorn doing the during the toro the toro <laughs> against the unicorn. To the unicorn. I like that. That's, I don't know. That's getting a little it's crazy. A little fan too. fictiony. <laughs> That looks like <laughs> sounds looks like, like a, a, a book cover, dog. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the folders that you buy at Walmart when you're going back to school. The, the four year old. Uh, girls. I saw that folder in Napoleon Dynamite. I yeah, think, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, you got anything else, dude? No, that's it. All right. Well, you know what? I felt a little old school today. We're gonna take him out with my boy AZ, one of one of Queensbridge finest, bro, coming out of New York City. Everything is everything. I think my boy Joe is on this track. So follow through with Clips and Drew, and we're ghosts. Headband for Russo. Headband, no Russo. I'm back, no Belvy, just bottles of dawn. With the same wordplay that supplied the Kavon. Any stagnation, I rise beyond. Get it right, understand my ties are strong. From the streets where it all started, back in school. To the dough stack, and niggas started acting fool. Used to be the loud type, love to flash the juice. Hit something nice, then broadcast the news. Bags of weed, used to slow drag the weed. Did it all in the hood, had to leave. Guess I had to breathe Short nigga with up, sort to grab the V's Fasted for a few winters, rejuvenated Returning like you remember, but more swifter Stronger than your mark liquor Money, hoes, and clothes, don't let them cars get you up It's not fair That's how we rock, that's how we bang Shorty, now we all up in the things Play your part, play the game And everything is everything That's how we rock, that's how we bang Shorty, now we all
twenties. Relax when them cups is in me. You can catch me at Justice or up and Jimmy. Jekyll and Hyde, the real never wrestle with pride. If you lie, that's the only way I let you inside. Love it or not, thrive off the love of the block. See me solo in the photo, hands hugging my cock. Frank Bovey's a white cotton tank with shades. Taper fade, got a face that just ain't for praise. Been in the mix, sitting up in Cinema Six. Multi complex, flow before the end of the flip. It's just me. Besides, I'm just a G with the O in the front. I know what you want, believe. I'm sucker free this morning.